We have exciting advancements in the treatment of COVID-19 with the approval of antiviral pills, one thing, but there's also been developments and new advances in a drug that's been around for a while. And we'd heard about it for quite a bit through the earlier portions of the pandemic, but now we're hearing a lot more about remdesivir. Dr. Robert Fowler is a senior scientist at Sunnybrook Hospital and co-author of a new study looking at how effective it is for the treatment of COVID-19. Welcome to the program. Thanks very much, John, for having me. Uh, what uh, has the research shown about how effective it is? Well, we, uh, we just announced yesterday uh, the results of a trial that took place across Canada in, in about 52 hospitals. And we, we engaged about 1,300 patients who were hospitalized with COVID and asked them to participate in a study where they received either a usual best care or that same care plus an antiviral medication called remdesivir. And when we followed patients during their hospital stay, we found that patients treated with remdesivir were about half as likely to be put on a ventilator and had about a week, uh, fewer days of needing oxygen in the hospital. Well, the, the findings for survival, whether someone lives or dies, weren't statistically significant in an absolute sense. They it showed that there were about 4% fewer patients who died when they were treated with remdesivir. So that would mean about every 25 people that were treated, about one more person would survive and, and leave the hospital. Um, we didn't see differences in side effect profile, which is really important with a, a new medication and a, and a new condition. And uh, the results seem to be pretty similar, irrespective of how sick you were, or whether you're a man or a woman, how long you've had your, your symptoms, et cetera. So I think this is an important uh, incremental bit of information on on how we can best treat patients that are hospitalized with COVID. If I re recall correctly, this was developed for the treatment of, of Ebola. H how does it compare to uh, the recently approved Pfizer antiviral? Yeah, well, there are so many medications that um, have been investigated and, and remarkably really proven effective for the treatment of, of of people with COVID, both in the hospital and out of the hospital. Some of the medications are antivirals that act, uh, could act on a number of viruses. Remdesivir is one that has been tried for hepatitis viruses, Ebola, and other things, and, and hasn't really been shown to be so effective in these other conditions, perhaps in part um, uh, because of the condition, perhaps in part because of the kinds of studies and and the way the patients were followed. But in this case, it, it does definitely seem to, to have a, a treatment effect. Um, this medication is given intravenously, uh, and so it's easiest probably in the hospital setting, but for outpatients, uh, there's, there's still the possibility that this medication may have a role to play, although its, it's greatest impact seems to be in those that are sick enough to be hospitalized. Um, the other kinds of medications that are out there right now, you mentioned at the beginning of this segment, uh, some oral medications, which is terrific in that we have a, a much greater ability to, to get those out to people and have them be able to, to take them with, with these. One Paxlovid just approved by Health Canada uh, with uh, increasing supply of that coming, coming into the country. Uh, and then a number of other medications that are either by intravenous or subcutaneous injection of a variety of different mechanisms, some that attack the the virus with antibodies, uh, some that uh, suppress the immune system a bit, which is often revved up in COVID-19. And uh, there's really a host of medications now, depending on upon how sick you are and where you are in the healthcare system that are, that are effective. I think everybody's trying to peer over the horizon and figure out when do we go to endemic status for COVID-19? How do antivirals play into that? 
That's a great question. And I think that the, um, you know, the, the kind of antiviral is important when, when answering. A medication, for instance, like remdesivir that we mentioned, probably will have a, a more uh, generic effect on the virus and, and its variants. Uh, meaning that it's something that is likely, although you know we can't be 100% sure to be useful, even as the, the virus changes over time. Some medications, particularly the, the monoclonal antibodies that are, that are built and directed very specifically to certain parts of the, the virus, its, its outer parts, might, might be more or less effective depending on the variant. And we've certainly seen this with Omicron, that some, some, are, some are effective and some are less effective. The anti-inflammatory medications, I think, have a, have a reasonable chance of upholding their effectiveness across the different variants that we see. So I think it will depend a little bit on the, on the particular medication. And ideally, we're going to be getting sort of post, I would say, introduction of medications uh, data uh, as we you know, get more experience with Omicron. And, and you know, it's possible that there will be other variants in the future, and, and we'll have to look at the effectiveness again in, in some way, even if it's not through these large clinical trials. Speaking with Dr. Robert Fowler, who is a senior scientist at uh, Sunnybrook Hospital and co-author of a study looking at uh, remdesivir and its uh, treatment for COVID, the Minister of Health in this province yesterday said, quote, uh, a glimmer of hope. Uh, I'm just wondering, just to check in with you on your optimism scale, how are you feeling? Well, you know, we're in the hospital and in the population in general, still very much in the midst of this uh, enormous sort of wave of Omicron. It's, it's, it's certainly, I'm going to say, sort of very lucky that this variant has not been associated with as severe illness as some of our other variants, Delta in particular, but the, the sheer numbers of people infected and indeed those presenting to hospital has really stretched our system once again. Um, I, I think with the Omicron situation over, you know, the next many months, uh, we're likely to see, you know, a downturn in, in the infections and presentations to hospital, and, and we will be able to, to resume a bit more of, of what people would consider sort of normal interwave uh, existence with this darn pandemic. But it's likely that there will be, you know, some other smaller waves, even with Omicron over the course of the next six months. Our, our hope is that things get under sufficient control. And there's been, you know, broad enough exposure around the world, frankly, to either vaccines or the virus that it is perhaps less likely that new variants will emerge in, in great numbers um, and that we do have a, a general downturn in, in the numbers and, and likelihood that new variants will pop up. But, you know, this is uh, two years now in the generation of the pandemic and uh, predictions over the next one or two years are, 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 pretty, uh, are pretty tough to make. So we'll just keep, uh, keep doing what we're doing and and, uh, and uh, hope that with combination of a vaccine penetrance across the world, not just in Canada, and, um, and more effective medications that we'll be able to, to get back to normal lives. Dr. Fowler, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for the interest. Dr. Robert Fowler is a senior scientist at Sunnybrook Hospital.